If you're listening to this on Spotify, make sure you check out our YouTube channel, The Plowcast, where there is a video version of this episode, as well as all of our other videos, like reactions and our shorter content. And if you'd rather continue to listen here on Spotify, then enjoy the episode. Welcome back to The Plowcast. We got episode three of the Bad Batch review. What we're doing today is going to be talking about our thoughts and our general, you know, just things we noticed, cool bits, cool details from the episode. Um, if you haven't seen our review for the episode, you can check down below. should be down there, um, as well as the playlists for all of those things. Um, so, yeah, is there anything you wanted to start with that you feel is the, uh, you know, the main thing that we should talk about here first? Main thing, I think, uh, Crosshair. And the replacements themselves. <laughs> if you want to hop right into that, do uh, yeah, sure. Um, that okay. that was one of the biggest uh, things in the episode for me. That just seeing Crosshair flip so drastically to like the other end of the spectrum in terms of how like violent and like like robotic he was. It was just kind of like it was really just kind of trippy, and it was um, like I don't know. I just I really liked it though. I, I will say, like, like we said a couple times in the reaction, yeah. we we're like, I know this is like, like bad because they're like murdering people, but it's really cool. <laughs> but it's so cool. <laughs> yeah. Um, I really like the idea though of the empire not necessarily just completely phasing out clones. The idea is to use use them to train their recruits. So, because ima imagine an army full of people that were trained by crosshair or something like that. And yep. like that that would be like a pretty lethal team of team of soldiers. Um but I believe that's the um what was the uh, operation called that they were talking about? It was like um like uh something war mantle. War mantle. Yes. I'm glad you remembered because it yeah. was on the tip of my tongue. <laughs> um I hadn't heard I didn't think I'd heard it before, but I looked it up apparently the first time we hear about that is in um Rogue One. They there's a line about it in Rogue One. And it's basically just the Empire con converting to conscripted uh recruited soldiers from clones. Very interesting. Um, but uh how did you feel about Crosshair? I think like for Star Wars in general, this kind of theme, like <laughs> the Empire are not the good guys. Um, was very significant because it's always like you kind of assume like yeah the empire stinks like they're doing this on the, all these planets but here we're literally seeing them like execute like <laughs> point blank yeah. shooting and killing people this is what order 66 was we saw a lot of it in episode three um but more on like the jedi like anakin we saw focused on him and like i guess for me i was always like well, yeah, Anakin turns to Darth Vader. Of course, he's going to do these awful things. But now we're seeing like the clones themselves, even recruits like like the new stormtroopers doing like <laughs> slaughtering people. And like we've never seen it like this close and this intimately before. The other thing I would like to bring up, like episode four, the stormtroopers murder um, Uncle Owen and Aunt. Yeah. Wait, Baru. Yeah. Baru. Okay. Uh -huh. <laughs> um, but yeah, like. The stormtroopers like have always like we always like kind of knew yeah they kill people they're ruthless but now we're actually seeing them just gun down these people and it was like like you said like the tone of it like ooh it was cool to watch but just like 
it was it was it was like impactful so yeah i really liked um how they showed us like the difference between like a a human like a recruit with not necessarily human um but just like a recruited person that has their own thoughts and beliefs compared to um someone who's basically their entire personality and life has been implanted in them um yep. like with the like with crosshair and his inhibitor chip uh all he cared about was following the orders getting the job done but the one uh soldier who was standing up to him realized that it was probably it was wrong to just execute the civilians that they should bring them in for questioning and i just i just really like how we're seeing like and they were they were like butting heads already before that so um with that actually i was anticipating like throughout the rest of the show or at least a couple episodes crosshair and that guy were gonna have like a rivalry and they were gonna like fight over who gets to lead the squad um which would have been really cool like i thought they were gonna like you know compete like try to like outdo each other or do th- i don't know but um i kind of like what happened instead though with like with just crosshairs like nah i'm not messing around you you don't want to listen to me and your superiors then you don't deserve to be on this team or on this universe and he just like executed him essentially yeah. um, <laughs> and the others the other troops who probably felt the same way that the first guy did originally like with not killing the civilians immediately they just followed any whatever crosshair set they executed the like the civilians just no hesitation after crosshair gunned down that poor dude um, yeah <laughs> so like, from that we can tell yeah. like his like his inhibitor chip treatments or whatever are clearly working because crosshair even i don't even know if cross crosshair like at the beginning of the show would have been that brutal there's no way we would know but um like it shows that whatever they did to his chip definitely like he just does not care at all anymore oh my goodness yeah yeah it just shows you the power of those chips (laughs) like it's insane yeah and i i kind of wonder if we'll get any more because like there was that one shot of him sitting down on his bunk like and he was just looking like just thinking about stuff um i wonder if we'll see like maybe maybe they go too far and they're like overloading his head and like or there's some sort of mental you know like problem comes up with him and this chip or like he starts like fighting it or like and he just starts making weird decisions and um there's definitely more room for them to go from here instead of him just being this brutal you know soldier um I I hope we get to know the other soldiers too because like we've seen their faces and one's already dead. Yeah. Um, yep. So, uh, I just I want to see. Um, I don't know. Maybe we'll get a couple scenes of dialogue with the remaining three. Um, but yeah. Any other any other thoughts on these troopers or or crosshair? I I think it's significant. Like we didn't get names for any of them. No. Um, which I think is kind of cool because like we don't know any stormtroopers' names except maybe Finn. <laughs> um, because like they are like it, it's a force. Like like Crosshair is acting as an individual and like his orders are the evil part. And like these stormtroopers, I think like they don't have names because like the stormtroopers, the Empire are the bad guys, not mm-hmm. the individual guys. And I think that's significant. Um I, I'm sure maybe we will learn their names or something. Yeah. But I was really like, it was really interesting to me, to me that like the guy butting heads with Crosshair, you would have thought like he was like almost one of the main characters of the episode. Yeah. 
maybe it's because he died off so soon. <laughs> he didn't get it. Like, but but they didn't name any of them. Yeah. Um, which I thought was weird. I just want to bring that up. Oh yeah. I mean, I think I think if they were gonna go the whole route of them being just like faceless, like like stormtroopers, then they wouldn't have shown their faces. Like, what's the point of showing their okay. faces? I mean, other than I guess on Camino, that's like a casual setting. Where they don't need to have their helmets on, but then again, yeah. clones walking around Camino all had their helmets on. Um, like they mop, they made CG models for these characters with their with their faces. So um, there's, I feel like there's probably purpose there. Uh, but I also like the idea of having nameless just stormtroopers, yeah. basically, which is what we got with a lot of the clones already. Like they've been stripped of their colors and you know ranks or whatever and they're just you know basic they're basically stormtroopers yeah i that that's what i was trying to get i think that's a cool route like to go down but who knows we might like literally next episode they might name them so yeah also this won't apply to many people but this is proof that hasbro goofed on their elite squad (laughs) black series figure they made it all black when they're like dark gray with black stripes and details um just wanted to point that out because yep. Hasbro pulled a Hasbro. Shout That's out Hasbro it. for stinking at their jobs. Hasbro, am I right? <laughs> uh, so the next thing I wanted to move into is uh, Omega and the Bad Batch, who kind of had, it kind of seemed like they had the B plot, like the like the, the yeah. B story for this episode. Um, I think it did. I think it got more screen time than the other stuff, but it felt like the less important you know arc not that that's like you know not that it was not important at all and that it sucked um um but i really just like how they keep adding on to the like omega just trying to be part of the team and like just trying to feel at home with like this group of people um what did you what did you see from that in this episode yeah, a lot of like the people's predictions, I mean, in our comments online in general, and even between me and you is that she's going to like learn everyone's abilities and she's going to be kind of like the composite of the Bad Batch. And yeah. right now, for sure, like she's learning Hunter's, yeah, Hunter's abilities. Like she, yeah, the tracking. <laughs> she, she had like her quote was, I tracked them just like you. Like, <laughs> so I think like, we were saying that she might get an episode like with with Tech or with Wrecker and Echo, like an episode learning their abilities, which I think would be cool. Um, I think this was just the start, though, at least with Hunter. I think she'll have more time with Hunter, um, him being yeah. like almost the patriarch, like the big brother figure. So I think there's more to come with her tracking abilities, quote unquote. But this was cool to see because really it was Omega on her own. Because Echo and Tech were back by the ship. Hunter got knocked out by the, the moon dragons. Wrecker hit his um, head, which we'll talk Wrecker about. Wrecker is wait, he's building her, her bed <laughs> with a with a <laughs> headache. <in> room. <laughs> um, but yeah, but she was able to track him down. She she realized the thing like was attracted to energy through the flashlight, which is cool. Mm-hmm. Like she was thinking on her feet. She didn't have to use the gun, but she brought it. Um, and it really feels like she's maturing into like her own little role yeah. in the group, which is really cool to see. Yeah, I really, really liked it. I it's really cool how like she just like just by it seems like just by being near Hunter, she's like like gaining his abilities. It's mm-hmm. weird. Like she, we saw her like pick up the dirt to try to copy him again, just because that's what <laughs> he was doing. 
Yep. Um, but like eventually she she realizes she's like, oh well, the mission was to get this part, so I'm gonna go do that. And like she picks up a flashlight and a blaster. She's like, all right, here we go. I'm just gonna try, see what happens. Um, but like she finds the creature. She she knows not to immediately just blast the crap out of it. Um, yeah, because that's what I would have done probably. Yeah, I was about to say. Not not <laughs> saying that she did the wrong thing. I'm saying I would have done the wrong thing and just shot the hell out of it out of just fear. Um, but she realized she remembered that it, you know, it consumes energy and not uh, like organic substances. So she she realized that she could swap the flashlight for the capacitor, and then you know she just, I it's just really cool, and she didn't even. Other than like when it was like up in her face, like yelling and you know growling, she really didn't seem that scared. Yeah, um, she probably was, like definitely a little bit, but she, like she just showed that she was like focused and she she knew what she was doing. Uh, and I hope we get we get more of that, um, especially with the other members too. Like if we get to see her learning like their abilities, although I don't know how you would learn to be strong, because that's what Wrecker is. He's just really strong. So, like, how would you learn to do that? You know, but sure. I don't know. He just gives her, like, steroids. <laughs> so you're trying yeah. To... Yeah. Shows um, her a nice workout routine or something. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, like, there's also just little bits that they throw in. Like, when the uh, when the um, Ordo Moon Dragon, I think it was called, yep. uh, landed on the windshield. It was there for a split second, and then it flew away. But Omega was, like... It was about this big, uh, and it had the capacitor, and it went over, and, like, she was, like, just on it, describing things, and, like, she's definitely, you know, well, obviously, we know she's enhanced, but it's just mm -hmm. good that they're showing it more. Speaking of, one thing we mentioned earlier was Wrecker, uh, and his head, hitting his head when they crash-landed, uh, wanted to, uh, start us off there. I really don't like that. <laughs> um, but he was grabbing his head all episode. Um, I, I'm pretty sure where the, the chip, yeah. hipper chip is. Yeah. Like, it's right up in, by your temple. So I, I don't know how it works. Like, maybe literally it gets knocked into place, and now it'll slowly start. Like, is it like a mechanical feature? And then literally crashing would kickstart his program? Or is it just coincidence that, oh, they crash, and now he's starting to feel the signs? Like, Maybe his was just, I don't know, it, it took longer to activate. Yeah. But he, he seemed fine in the episode, other than he was he was grabbing his forehead, which they're not going to make him do that, I think, if they're not yeah. going to follow If that's not going to lead somewhere. That's got to be foreshadowing. Oh, yeah. But he, he, like, he made Omega her own room. Like, I feel like, like Crosshair, when his activated, he was like, oh, I just got to do my orders. I got to follow him. Like, he became distant from the group. Mm. But Wrecker is like, inviting omega into the group like he's being more inviting than he was so hopefully maybe not like but i don't know i just i'm getting bad vibes seeing wrecker yeah <laughs> oh my head hurts <laughs> there's no way that's that's on accident and the location yeah. is exactly the same as where the chip is um yeah i guess like just hitting it could like like move it or, or like activate it in a certain way um, cause we don't know, cause like tech was making that little scanner the whole time. I don't know if he finished it yet, but maybe they'll start next episode with him like using a scanner and, um, but we didn't, we don't know a lot about their chips and neither do they, their chips are all yeah. sorts of like weird and messed up. Um, so it's definitely possible that like something like that, like crashing and hitting your head on them, like the metals there could, you know, activate it or yeah. something. 
especially um, with like a guy like Wrecker who's so like physical. <laughs> like yeah. his trade is being strong using his body. Maybe that's he gets knocked the wrong way, it, it turns over. Yeah. Um there was one scene I thought maybe some was a little off. It's like right before they're about to leave. Like we see everybody sitting in the in the cockpit and then Wrecker walks in. And he's like really aggressive. He's like, "Are we leaving yet, or can we go, or something like that?" <laughs> I forget what yeah. he says, but like he's really angry, and he's like aggressively asking if. And then eventually, when they do leave, he goes and shows them make her room. So that could be something, or that could just be him being impatient as usual. Yeah, so, um, <laughs> um, yeah I'm just putting it here in case it ends up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, talking about echoes or not echo text scanner, um, I wanted to bring that up too because I think. Um, maybe with record because I don't. It would be so rough to lose another bad batch bomber to yeah. you know, the Empire. So I think maybe like it, he's going to start feeling the signs more and more. But they'll use the scanner and like, oh, here, like they'll have to have to do a last minute surgery to get his chip out before he he, he turns all the way. And then like doing it on on record, maybe like now that oh we got to go get crosshair, we can do the surgery now and save him or something. Mm-hmm. But I, I feel like. The scanner is going to be important because I feel like we're not going to lose another member of the group so soon. Hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully. Yeah. Um, that could be uh, what Rex ends up being involved with. Cause I don't know, maybe cause since he was, uh, he had his chip out, he might be able to help tech with like some expertise on like where it is exactly. And, you know, cause he has a scar and he knows yeah. it's oh, right there. Um, <laughs> So maybe that could be part of they they go seek him out or you know just to try and because now we know Cut told them that uh, he told them about the chips so maybe they look for him to try to maybe Wrecker starts like going off the rails a little bit like he's mm-hmm. slowly showing more signs of being like aggressive or angry or something you know um, and it just devolves slowly until the point where like we got to get that out of him so yeah anything else on our core group that uh, you wanted to bring up one more thing um about omega (laughs) Omega. again i I harped on it last episode and i don't know if it's important her hairdress not present at all this episode so Mm -hmm. she took it off and it it hasn't come back i might be reading into it too much but i'm i think maybe she's like that's from her old self and now she has it off because oh no i'm i'm with my new family now (laughs) maybe that's a reason maybe but i do think it was like not at all. It was not at all present. I rewatched and I, I made sure. So yeah. just pointing that out, yeah. something I noticed. Every episode, we'll keep you updated on headdress right. watch. Yeah, I'll, I'll be the headdress man. <laughs> and here's Paul with your headdress update. <laughs> Still this no episode, headdress. headdress missing. Will Omega wear it again? I just do. I'm telling you that the scene from last episode when she's like rubbing. No, like, that, yeah, I agree. I feel like there's more. But yeah, so I'll, I'll pay attention. Cool. Yeah. Um, one of the probably the biggest thing I took away from this episode was just a little scene that we got of uh, Lama Sue and Nala Say. Those are their names, right? I might have. I had, know I might Lama have Say. Oh, I know. No, it's like Nala Say and Lama Sue. I think um, the Kaminoans. Yeah, the Kaminoans. If I got it wrong, I'll I'll look it up when we're done this, and I'll 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 find out the actual names. But yeah. the two of them are worried because uh, if the Empire. If this program succeeds and the Empire moves to completely, um, you know, recruited soldiers, then they they will have no need for the Kaminoans' cloning facilities, which I assume is a big part of their of their um, like society. 
Um, mm-hmm. And they're moving like I think somebody she's one of them said like phase two or phase three or something of their whole scheme. Um, and basically, the Django Fett DNA is getting weaker and weaker, which means that probably if they were to keep using it, the clones that would be pro- being produced from it would be getting weaker and weaker. Um, which makes sense, like if you just think about it, um, you know, the less DNA you and Django Fett's dead, so it's not like they can just go yeah. grab some more. Uh, his kappa was detated, but uh-huh. <laughs> um, they were talking about having like one template, like a superior template of 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 something to clone and give to the Empire. So if they're making a soldier or like a group of soldiers for the Empire, it would have to be pretty advanced, pretty high, you know, high level. Like you can't just get like another Django Fett level person to clone because clearly they don't want that. So they would need to have something way more advanced. Um, that would be this superior end all be all template that they can clone. Uh, so what do you what are you thinking in in that department? I I just want to <laughs> kind of correct you or or kind of let me just say put some respect on Django's name. He was a Mandalorian. He was the best bounty hunter. I know. I know. Years. I just want to say that, but I do agree they're taking another step. Yeah. Well, obviously I the Empire's done with that. They don't yeah. want. They don't. He want was that a great host. I, I just want to make that clear. Oh, clear. Oh, clones <laughs> um, would dominate stormtroopers any day. Yeah. But um, yeah. The um, the next step, I think we talked about a little bit um, how in the Force Unleashed, mm-hmm. uh, Force cloning. For this. Yep. Which is an avenue I really would would like to see because. Don't forget, we've seen a little bit of it in the Mandalorian seasons. The, oh, yeah. Um, Dr. Pershing, he wears a Kaminoan cloner's badge yep. on his sleeve. So directly related to the Kaminoans. And we know for sure the midichlorian count, he's taking them. So could this be the start of that? Will we literally see Dr. Pershing? Uh, that'd be so cool. <laughs> we already know Fennec's in it. We already know, yeah, the, the Fennec's in it. So there's already tie-ins. I think it would be a really, really cool thing to do. I don't think, like... The Bad Batch will have to fight these Force-sensitive clones because I don't think the technology is going to get there that soon. Mm-hmm. But that scene, like you said, it was just a little scene like, oh, Phase 2, they looked at the table like they're definitely amping up their cloning. They're definitely going for like the next step. Mm-hmm. Like I would say like Django Fett is already like pretty high up. They're going beyond. And how do you go beyond Django Fett, the best bounty hunter? You got to get some Force in there. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, yeah, I'm, I'm very oh, excited my. for Because I feel like that was like really like – we had the the Omega storyline. We had the, the Crosshair storyline, uh, the replacements, and right. that like this is like a low level storyline, but I think it's like a super yeah. significant one. Yeah, that was the biggest takeaway for me. Um, I know in our video, yeah. at least, um, if, if people are concerned that we like miss stuff because we're reacting and talking over the episode, we watch the episodes like at least two or three times. Yeah, um, af- like, you know, including the reaction and then after. So it's not like, you know, it's I'm never going to find out what happens because we were talking. <laughs> um, but that there's so many possibilities. But like you said, connecting with the Mandalorian, could we see the develop like the beginning of the development of this technology? And then we could could this be like, you know, bridging into Mando season three? Could this be set up for oh. that? Um, you know, people are talking about could it be could it be Starkiller? Could it be Galen Merrick? Um, yep, yep. If it is, it if that's what happens, I will be so unbelievably happy. Just <laughs> as leave that as a base, like you know, as like if that happens, I will just die. 
but <laughs> heard it here first. But <laughs> I would almost yes, I would almost prefer if they save that for Mando season three or some mm-hmm. other future project, um, because just the build up for that. Because if we're just now finding out, oh, there's cloning. Oh, force. Oh, it's oh, it's Star Killer. That would be cool. Uh, but if it's true. oh, they're starting. A, they need a new clone. Oh, they could use it in the force. Oh, we have a whole season of Bad Batch, and oh. then a couple. That's as it builds up, we get boom, Star Killer, um, which would be great. And if it's in Mandalorian or in some other live action, you know, thing, Sam Witwer will actually be able Perfect. to physically portray. Perfect. Uh, yeah, he will physically get to portray Galen instead of you know just you know, a facial scan or or voice only. Um, but that brings the question, what do they do in the Bad Batch instead? What do they clone here? Because there's, I don't, there's no way they'll just drop this storyline for the rest of the show. Yeah. Um, are they planning on cloning the Bad Batch themselves to have like an anti-Bad Batch and they maybe have to like duke it out at some point? Um, cool. I thought that'd be pretty cool. Um like I've been trying to think of an example, or, or um, like the main group of heroes has like an evil version of themselves or something. I, um, DC, uh, what's it called? Like Bizarro, and yeah, uh, you know, for Superman, like something like yeah. that. That would be, um, <laughs> but that would be pretty cool. And as I, as I was thinking of that, I was writing down notes. The I I I kind of pieced it together. I just this is not. I'm just a theory, a far fetched. Bombshell? Unlikely theory, okay? Omega has been, you know, working with the Bad Batch. Slowly, we've gotten hints that she's developing their traits, so eventually she could become, you know, this ultimate, you know, soldier with all of their abilities. Then, once the Kaminoans realize this, they use Omega as the clone subject that to be cloned, uh- and they try to make an army of this super like highly developed clone that's that could be a reason why she was there in the first place like she's there to grow and to become this soldier that's why she was on Camino. obviously they were concerned when she escaped with the bad batch so maybe her being around them makes her this just super like I don't know. I don't know. It's all hypothetical. Just a yeah. random like yeah. <laughs> something I thought of, but I want. I didn't want to not say it and then regret it. Um, but I don't know. What What are you thinking here for, in terms of what what this template could be? Uh, I think Omega would be really cool because she is like she's kind of the star. Like she's a new character. Like she was in all the promotionals. So using her in a super significant role like that might be pretty compelling. Um, I want to like going back a little bit. You were talking about how you want this to this storyline to slowly play out. I agree. I think it'd be cool if they drag it out and we see it in steps because like force based like cloning is super hard. Like, oh yeah, Palpatine and 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 um the sequels was barely able to do it. Like we saw his body. So like stretching it out like over maybe course of seasons of Bad Batch, even other oh. media would be really cool. Um, but this season, I think we might start to see, like, I think we'll see some more super soldiers, like maybe Hunter, but a little bit le- like not fully Hunter, like a clone of him, just yeah. a little bit less strong. Like maybe we'll start seeing like elite squads like the Bad Batch come up who are fighting directly for the Kaminoans or something, um, or maybe the Empire too. Um, but yeah, I think this is a storyline that we're going to be dealing with for a while. 
Like we might go a couple episodes without even yeah. hearing about it, and then boom, another bombshell, something like mm-hmm. that. Like you were saying, um, like was how, wasn't there like hundreds or thousands of attempted clones of Starkiller before it actually worked in Force Unleashed Two? I forget yeah. the number. Like, yeah. It's been a while. Um, yeah. Which I and you know it's no longer canon, but still, like if you think about it, that, just makes a lot of sense because the Empire clearly based on if the Force Unleashed Two were to be in canon, they don't have the technology or ability to make these clones super easily. But who does or who might be the Kaminoans? This could exactly. be their ticket back into, you know, the Empire and just to be a part of it because they need to have income and then because cloning is like their whole I assume anyway, it's like their whole way of life. Yeah. Um because all we've seen of Camino is like ocean and then their cloning <laughs> facilities. <laughs> like that's it. No. Um, so that could be their, like, oh, you need help with this, with this force sensitive, you know, or like this super soldier of some kind, we can help you. It's going to cost you, but you know, we'll be there. We'll, we'll, you know, we'll do it with you. Um, and that could be part of the, you know, grand, you know, plan. Uh, and like stretching it out makes sense because they've already done that. Mandalorians, you know, got into it a little bit. Uh, it would make sense for them to go a little bit more here, um, you know, and just to keep, then again, at the same time, if they were to come out like two episodes from now and like Starkiller yeah. pops up on screen, I will like shit my pants. Like it's not <laughs> yeah. like it, you know. Basically, they can do no wrong here if they play their cards <laughs> right. They any any way it goes, a um, lot of potential. <laughs> yeah, but I, but we like to uh, we like to speculate and have theories just yeah. in case if they're right. You know, we got that, something yeah. to back. That that called brilliant. It. Yep. Oh man, that'd be great. Um, Okay, so any other any other you know little bits you want to talk about this uh, Kaminoan side plot before we get to the next section? I think I've said everything I have to say. All right. Um, <laughs> the uh, last sort of category I have is usually the one I always have last, which is just other details about the episode, um, like things that aren't you know their own specific you know plot details. Um, the Ordo Moon Dragon. I was going to turn on the subtitles and check. I, is it, I don't know if it's O-R-D-O or O-R-T-O. It is um, O-R-D-O. I, I, I always D-O or T-O? D. As D? In okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, because I was thinking before that, uh, if it was T, um, Ordo Plutonia is the planet from Clone Wars with the Talls, that species of uh, aliens like with all the eyes and the little snoot. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And uh, the the Pantorans, that Pantoran chairman guy, wanted to. Uh, he thought that they didn't deserve to live there because the the planet was property of Pantor. That whole arc from the Clone Wars, um, if that was Orto, I I think that would have been a cool connection. But you know, oh well. Okay. Um, also, we know that uh, we know that Saul lives. Obviously, just to point that yeah. out. Is um, I wonder if he like finds out what happened to that group or. Like if he just leaves, because like they were they were supposed to rendezvous, and obviously mm-hmm. they don't. So does he just, you know, did he just leave? Did he find another spot? We're slowly piecing together his entire life through throughout. I know so it's really I think cool. it's really cool. Yeah. yeah. Um. Let's see. The I wanted to talk about the violence, like just the, like people just getting, like just absolutely I, murdered. Yeah, like yeah. Uh, when Crosshair shot the first guy in our reaction, Paul, you were, you were like, I, that guy is dead. Like, he died. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Yeah. Um, <laughs> and like, it's just such, I'm like so thankful that they're not like playing it super safe because they don't need to. We've had Clone Wars, we've seen Clone Wars. Still, probably one of the most violent things that I can remember from Star Wars. A lot of it is in Clone Wars, like when Maul like beheads that group of uh, I oh, forget what they goodness. were, but when he like throws the saber across the table, like spins and it chops all of their heads off, and like yep. you see them get the cat and and the other episode where him and Savage go to that village that's like filled with children, and like he's like that <laughs> will get the Jedi's attention by literally murdering these children, and that's what they do, and they murder all the children, but just like seeing Filoni go back to this sort of like violence is just. It is so good because, like, you know, that guy, the pilot gets shot. This, the hostages all get like torched and shot. He crosshair kills like a bunch of guys. Like, it's nuts. Mm-hmm. And that, that's how it's supposed to be. Like, it's not just violence for violence' sakes. Like, this is like thematically, it makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what makes these scenes more important, more last. Like, I remember Darth Maul chopping dudes' heads off because <laughs> they're so important. That's him seizing power in the galaxy. Like, and now the crosshair, like, he is off the chain now. Like he is gone. He's on the other side, and just it—it's it, more weighty than just yeah. like you know normal stuff. So I'm—I'm I'm glad they're—they're they're brave enough to do it because they easily could have just oh no we're gonna appeal to a, a younger audience or or a, like a PG thirteen like more like family friendly show because sometimes Star Wars is family friendly, but I feel yeah. like the more dramatic star wars no it like dark stuff happens yeah <laughs> and i'm glad they showed it i think if they go like the more kid-friendly route it doesn't work as well yeah because you're not going to be scared as much if crosshair just like punches the uh the like the prisoners in the mouth or something or like he just <laughs> hits the the other soldier that's like okay well he's just like throwing a tantrum or something but when he like just violently just executes all these people because it's the mission doesn't care who they are what they are if they're even part of Guerrera's group or if they're just people looking for a ride off the planet he doesn't care the mission was to eliminate the camp and he does it and he kills anyone who gets in his way that's a lot different than him just being upset and like hitting people or shooting them like in non-lethal places like the foot or like the arm or something um another another thing that that made me think of is the way this show is coming out it's not coming out on tv clone wars and rebels and all the other shows i've said this before i think but i think it applies here too they are limited to the 30 minute time slot eight minutes of that is commercial 22 minute episodes on the dot almost every time this show doesn't have to do that they're like 24 26 so this lets you have a lot of more subtle moments that you wouldn't have in other shows like it just mo- scenes of silence of like the one scene where they're just standing in the ship instead of it just cutting and they start talking there's like two or three seconds of just silence of them in the in the you know in the ship waiting to land on Onderon. and and then like when they get back to Kamino Crosshair sits down on his bed there's a whole like five or so second shot of him just you know sitting there like thinking this is stuff that would be cut if they had to fit the episode into a 22 minute episode mark or time slot no exactly it's the little things that just add to the overall experience like the overall tone and feel of the episodes and like the atmosphere that flowing is trying to create that we're allowed to like see now that there's there's no time slot like we can have those bits like you're saying like the moody tone they're in the (laughs) they're going to murder people like 
the silence like almost is screaming at you. Like it, it's more impactful. Um, but yeah, that would get cut in, in a television um, like oriented show. So it's it's really cool that we have things like Disney Plus where where we're able to see a show like this. Yeah, they don't have to rush. Like some shows, it's so obvious. Like when the characters start talking really fast and they're like explaining the details. Oh, we got to go do the and then boom it and like there's no time yep. in between the words. It cuts to the next scene. Not even just Clone Wars, like in shows in general that have to fill time slots. You can always tell. But when you're not restricted by that, it's so much better. You can have subtler, slower developing yep. exposition. You can have, you know, quieter, slower character beats that help develop the characters. I think it's just it's great. Not just for Bad Batch, but like Mandalorian and any yeah. any any stuff that they're putting up on Disney Plus that isn't, you know, time restricted. Okay. That seventy minute pilot, if oh, that was like if that was airing on TV. The most it would have been is probably like 45 minutes because that's around, I think, it, or 42. 42 minutes is usually the length of an episode in a one hour time slot because the rest is commercials, I think. Yeah. Um, but like, I, I'm just I'm just happy that we're not stuck with those restrictions anymore. Oh, yeah. This is like for Star Wars. This is an awesome time <laughs> that we're allowed <laughs> like Mandalorian. We have all those shows coming out that. Shout out! We did we did a few on on the channel, <laughs> um, so check it out. But yeah, it like this format for them is just it allows them to breathe like and then really experience like like Star Wars as it was meant to be. Oh yeah. Um, one last little bit here that I had, or the last thing I wrote down anyway. I was mm -hmm. watching a video. It was like I think it was either Star Wars theories or Star Wars explained or some other something. I don't remember who it was, but there was a comment where. Somebody was like, I, I love the parallel from Omega joining this team and, you know, connecting with all the members and becoming one of them. And uh, they give her a room, like her own room to have her own bunk. Um, like she gets a new her new family, essentially. And the 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 parallel to Crosshair returning to the same home he's always been in, but with nobody that he can relate to or talk to. Uh... And he sits down on his bed that he's always had. And it's just he doesn't care because his none of his friends are there, none of his family's there. I just wanted to say that because that was a cool comment. I didn't write down who said it, but it wasn't me. So yeah, no, that's awesome. Yeah, glad you pointed that out. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so it's those, it's those little thematic things. That's why. Uh, shout out Filoni. That's why he's the goat. <laughs> it's those <laughs> little things like that. That's even hard for us to notice. That when you do notice, like wow, like that's yeah. that's that's good. Uh, that's awesome. Right. I man, I just hope so badly that Filoni takes over Star Wars, yeah, or like at a higher level than what he is now. Like just something. He needs to be in charge of so much more. Imagine right. if this ends up leading to the Star Killer thing. You know how many oh, fans? Goodness. Like what? What kind of casual fan is going to know who Galen Merrick is? Like I know. he he knows he knows Star Wars. He doesn't just know it. He knows it. He's made it. Like it's mm -hmm. just if he were to get any higher leadership you know her like job or position i think ev like the whole entire community would benefit that's all I, that's all i'm saying george lucas when when it was still lucasfilm before he sold to disney the position he had literally he was the end-all be-all every mm -hmm. single thing came through him i want floney in that role yeah i think he's with what he's done so far he's earned it <laughs> yeah um, Sorry for this tangent, bringing up Filoni, but he deserves all the credit in the world. Yeah, he made the show. Even, so it's even on top. Show, yeah, even with the show, like he's he's on fire. He's been on fire for years, and mm. I think like I all the Star Wars he's done has been awesome. So I want to give him 
the rest of Star Wars, like the movies, like have the final say go through Filoni. Yeah. That's my opinion. Yeah, that would just be. Ugh, I don't even yeah. know. <laughs> like even like George Lucas, like I I think did he he went to the Force Awakens premiere, but I don't think he went to the other what premiere. Like he didn't even attend. I don't think the Last Jedi premiere or anything like that. I don't think he's so. been absent pretty much from Star Wars in general. Filoni, Favreau, and Mandalorian come along. He's on set with Ahsoka set. and Grogu. Like he's Sorry, just like awesome. marveling at this creation <laughs> that him and Filoni had because it was him and Filoni that made Ahsoka. That's you yep. know that's their that's their character. So he's like the two of them. You know George trusts him. They have a, a connection. Like it's yeah. just it would be really great. George birthed like this is all his creation, and like I really think Floney is yeah. the successor. Like all it's... George, all George needed was somebody to edit his scripts and write actual dialogue for him. Yeah, <laughs> that's the one yeah. thing that he was never. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, but his world building is insane. Like all of Star Wars is. Ah, uh, it's we could talk about this yeah. for hours. But Floney is the next George Lucas. All right. So sorry for the little tangent, but it had to be said. Um, had to. Uh, anyway, anything else for the episode before we? I did. I did want to just continue to harp on the man animation quality. Oh, I'm yes, absolutely. Dumbfounded by it every episode. I will probably mention it every single review. I'm sorry, but it deserves the credit. It's awesome. Yeah, it but definitely. I just, yeah, does. I want to get that out there. Like you mentioned a cut. Like you said a couple scenes, like the flashlight and like the little dust particles, or like the you smoke. Know. Just the like the 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 tone it sets with like the smoke coming off the ship because it's all damaged. Just it, exactly. it just looks. Amazing. I, I can't believe that we've come to here. Um, oh, I know. <laughs> I remember watching the Clone Wars movie when I was a little kid, like on repeat. I'm thinking, wow, this looks so cool. I love this animation. <laughs> and the, like the fact that we're here is just crazy. But yeah, that's uh, that's everything I had. That's everything we had for episode three of the Bad Patch replacements. Uh, let us know what you thought um, of this episode. This one... Like I said in in our review, I, I place it a little bit above episode two, um, mostly because of the crosshair bits and also the um, how much like theories that it's led to, just the the yeah. possibility of all this you know stuff with the cloning. Um, so for that, I place it a little bit above episode two. Not saying episode two is bad. I love episode two. Um, not Attack of the Clones. Episode two, the Bad Patch. Just to clear that up. Um, I also love episode two, Attack of the Clones. Um, <laughs> I just want to clear that up. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm in the same boat. I know we mentioned it again, but I think um, the theories. Yeah, I, I love when you like you could talk about an episode with and speculate. It's like my favorite thing to do. Yeah, <laughs> and this provided some avenues for us to do that. So yeah. All right. So thank you for listening or watching, depending on which way you uh, have consumed this video. Again, we're posting all of our longer review, discussion, ranking, whatever type videos. Um, on the YouTube channel, as well as on our Spotify account, if you'd rather listen as a podcast so you can turn off your phone or your, you know, whatever you're listening on. Uh, but yeah, thanks for listening. Check out the reaction for this episode and the reviews for the other past episodes. If you're in the future, check out the future episodes, and we will see you next time. Salute. Catch you in the next one. Catch you on the flippity flip. Let's blow this popsicle stand. Let's blow this place. <laughs>